This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was fitness. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I'm Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 51. 51, man. Like I just said, we're doing the back 50 episodes. That's right. If it were, if 100 episodes were a golf course, we just got to the halfway mark and this is the back 50. All right. So we took a water break. <laughs> took a water break. <laughs> Cleaned our balls. Consulted our caddies, and, aka uh, Jake and Amir. <laughs> and back, we're back on the course. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, last episode, we did a bit of a recap. Yeah, we recapped the first 50. We had a nice time going through some high some highlights yeah uh and that was really fun yeah now it's time to look forward bill yes we look forward now <laughs> episode 51 yes um in episode 50 we had a request we've made a lot of requests to people asking them to we did we've asked them pe- people to put uh ice in the ocean yes that's to right. donate starter jackets to the podcast exactly neither of which happened we haven't really gotten too many starter jackets i think we've received zero yes so far zero yes okay great. count is at zero I think that's but zero. last episode we made another request yeah and it was a little bit more attainable yep do you remember what that request was? We asked people to uh, obviously rate, review, and subscribe in iTunes, but also leave a comment hyped 2.0 if they were so inclined. Correct. To let us know that they were still hyped as well. And they <laughs> apparently are. Heck yeah. Not only did we want to know if they were hyped, we wanted to know where they were being hyped at. Exactly. Yes. Where are you hyped from? Um, and we didn't know if we were going to get responses out of yeah. But immediately, a wide array. They started coming in. Yes. So this is on the podcast page on your iPhone. Yep. So once again, if you'd like to tell us that you're hype 2.0, go onto the podcast app and go onto No Joke. Let us know. And let us know. Please. We found out the people in Sacramento, in Czech Republic, the Czech Republic, Los Angeles, um, Canada, Philly. Texas. Everywhere. Yokohama, Japan. That's a great get for us right there. That's amazing. That's a big one. Thank you for listening out there in the East. And then Rutgers, Ohio, Michigan, people just kept coming in. We really, really appreciate it. It's so thrilling and fun for us to know exactly. It's just like a fun sort of like us shading in our map, our world map to know exactly where these listeners are. It's a real, it's a real joy. Did you ever, and I know the answer is (laughs) no, did you ever Hang a map on a wall and put a pin into every place you've been. Absolutely no. Do you know people who did that? Uh, do I know people that have done that? Uh, I don't know if I've known anyone personally, but do you, have you done that? Is that not a thing to you? Am I saying this and you're like, well, I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, I feel like like just to be like, and I've traveled here, yep. and I've traveled here. And I feel I've like that here. was a thing maybe in college where you'd put a pin so that you could just see where you've traveled. That's really cute. I remember keeping like a mental tally of just like states that I've been to and right. like states that I've yet to, to have gone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never really took it into the map, the 3D map phase. Just left it as a memory. I left it as a, an internal memory map. Right. A mind map. Do you think you've hit 40 of the 50? Whoa, baby. I think, well, um, thanks to the Focus Rally. Yes. Uh, which we talked about with Clayton, episode 40, I believe. Yeah. Um, that definitely took us through a bunch of states I had never been to previously, right. like Louisiana and Texas and New Mexico and Arizona, stuff like that. Um, there, I definitely have some holes in my travels. I haven't been to either of the Dakotas. Okay. Have you been to the Dakotas? Not yet. Definitely not to the Dakotas. Nebraska, I've missed. I haven't been to Iowa. Montana? 
Montana I have not been to. Okay. So I think I'm maybe hovering around maybe upper 30, maybe like 36 if I had to ballpark. What is that county. section of the country called? There's the northeast. There's the southwest. What is that section called? I think that the is north, the north north. I think that's the north north. <laughs> <laughs> the north north Dakota. <laughs> what yeah. is like? Yeah. What is that like section? That? Co- I mean, the mid. What do you think of like Midwest? Yeah. That evokes Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. Right. But what do you call that Dakota, Minnesota, Great Lakes region? The north mid? The north mid? Okay. I think it might be any I, of our listeners from the North Mid, please yeah. tell us what you, how you would like us to refer to your geographical region. That would help. <laughs> um, I asked that question, Adam, because I think that you and I should bring the No Joke podcast on tour to the North Mid. We would love to come to the North Mid whenever you would like to have us North Mid. Please, cities in the North Mid part of America, get together and start a petition to get No Joke to your North Mid town. Beyonce goes on world tours. <laughs> Kanye goes on world tours. Yeah. Billy and Adam want to go on a North Mid America. America tour. Just the Dakotas, please. Okay. <laughs> I'm already loving the back half of the No Joke yeah. podcast. I was just recently actually in Minnesota for the first time okay. a couple weeks ago with Adam Conover and his tour. Okay. And I was in Minneapolis only for a day, but I got to say, and this is sincere, that is a rad ass town. That's that what everyone like says. Freaking incredible city. Produce some rad ass people. Bob Dylan and Prince? For to name two. I mean, wow. Absolutely. Good yeah. start. Yeah, really, really good. Um, Did you go to the Mall of America? No, we did not go to the Mall of America. We didn't have the time, but I know that that is like Adam, the thing. Adam, you hate malls. Why didn't you go to the Mall of America? <laughs> you hate malls and you were in America. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Yeah, we should have. So you just worked. We just worked. Yeah. Boring. But like it has like a kind of a badass sort of like live music scene situation. Minneapolis is really cracking. So okay. and that is, I feel like, the heart of the North Mid. Yeah. I feel like that is like the almost the cultural epicenter of the North Mid. So after we hit both Dakotas, yep. maybe slide in for a Montana set. I would love that. We're popping out to Minnesota. <laughs> yep. And we're gonna rock out. Rock all the way out. Finish off the North Mid tour yep. in style. Yep. In Minneapolis. <laughs> so if you are a booker yeah. in those towns. Yeah. We're in. Hit us up. We, we love the North Mid. Right. We're from the Northeast, but we love the North Mid. We're talking a lot about North Mid, but that's <laughs> not what this episode is about. Today, we're going to try and discuss fitness. We're going to talk about fitness and yeah. exercise. Physical fitness. Yeah. Physical fitness is something that we engage with, I feel like, all the time sure. innately yeah. uh, in various ways. Right. And I feel like our relationship to fitness, I feel like a person's relationship to fitness and how they move their body around okay. for pleasure and for health yeah. really does change over time. And that's something that rapidly evolves over time. If you are just a healthy person, yeah. like – um. Like you don't, uh, I don't know. You just like don't drink a lot, yes. smoke a lot, yeah. And you, but you don't work out, right? Okay, or you don't run. Yes, you eat mildly. Yes. Fine. Are you fit, or does fitness start from taking an extra step outside of what you do on the daily? That is a great question. My knee jerk answer to that, my inclination is that a person like me, for example, yeah, who is healthful and healthy and mm-hmm. doesn't like eat like shit and doesn't smoke or drink in excess but also doesn't really work out or doesn't really take that step i would say i am not fit i am healthy oh and i i would define fit at, I, personally in this moment yeah i would define fit as taking that one extra premeditated step whether that is going for a regular run whether that is going to a gym and doing weight stuff yeah i feel like that i feel like that's being fit so you can't just be fit you have to earn fitness i think you have to be i think you have to practice fitness Okay. I think. I think that's just a good way to – I think it's a good fundamental thing to say out loud. Define the terms. Go, exactly. Yeah. What are the parameters of this episode? Yeah. So we're going to discuss the step outside of just eating well and being a generally healthy I person. I think so. I okay. think so. I would not – I like I said, I definitely do not consider myself a fit. As By that definition, I am definitely not fit. Mm. 
I, mean, I would say I you are I, fit. I would say you are fit, but you don't participate in fitness. Fitness. Yeah. I do not. I do not hone or practice my fitness uh, right. too religiously. Right. You're yes. just kind of fit as it is. I just am accidentally fit. It's the first act of the podcast, and uh, in this act, we like to talk about our history with fitness. Yes. So ways that we got out of our just being healthy kid zone. Yes. We would participate in team sports. Yes. And you would participate in taekwondo. Yeah, yeah. Martial arts was a big part of my fitness uh, regimen yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, my parents are relatively fit, and my dad is – I know that we've sort of like – this is well-tread territory too, but like he is fairly athletic, and he has always um, prioritized his fitness. He okay. truly is a fit guy. Okay. He goes to the gym on the regular. He's playing tennis all the time. He's yeah. going to play basketball whenever he can. Mm-hmm. Um, he stri- actively, proactively strives for fitness. Yeah. He's uh, also a taekwondo black belt. And a karate black belt, dual black belt. Wow. Two of them. Me, I'm a 35-year-old male. Yeah. Would you suggest me starting Taekwondo now? Hell yeah. Um, and would I feel fit? Would I sweat? Uh, I think that you I think that you would get a lot out of it, Bill. Tell me um, why. Well, I, I would recommend it to anybody because it is uh, t- martial arts. And again, I don't think I appreciated this when I was doing it at age 11, 12, 13 when all I wanted to do was stop doing that and go play video games. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Uh, but now, as like a mid-30s person, I can appreciate why my dad was so into it, like as an adult, okay. martial arts, because it is that kind of that perfect balance of engaging your physical self with like a mental, zenning, meditative – it's like the sparring you would love. Yeah. Obviously, you get to put on gloves, you get to put on a chest protector thing, and you get to hit people. Good. So that's so fun and great and phenomenal. Okay. Um, but then like the patterns, like doing the forms and the patterns, yeah. like that part of martial arts, yeah. and karate and taekwondo is much more akin to dance or choreography or ballet or okay. capoeira okay. or something that is like a little dancey and choreography. And it's about almost like the way that Tai Chi is pleasing because it's just like executing a pattern with precision. Right. So that is almost as much a part of martial arts as like the physical grunt work, I think. Would you be sweaty when it's over? Oh, hell yeah. You sweat. Oh, okay. oh you sweat. Okay. Oh, yeah. You sweat. Got it. Yeah, for I just, sure. I just didn't <laughs> yeah. know if it was like we do things slow. Everyone's going to – this is a safe space. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's – I mean, yeah, you, it's it's a workout. I mean, it's nothing – you know, it's not running. It's right. funny to imagine like fitness without running. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Or motion. Or mo- too yeah. much frenetic motion. Right. Yeah. Um, but I drive past or I walk past karate and taekwondo studios. Yes. And people are screaming at the top of yeah, their lungs. Yeah, yeah. Is exactly. that part of it? Is it important to have like a good guttural hia <laughs> or like toe? Yes. Yes, it is. Is it? Do they like literally like yes. if you give like a soft one, they're like, stop. Yes. Like Jeffrey, let's hear it again. Absolutely. And he says, Hee-yah! yes, it's supposed to come from like your core. OK. And it's funny that my dad. Oh, man, I wish you were here right now because one of his martial art pet peeves can't believe that's a subgenre of pet peeves. <laughs> but one, one of my dad's martial arts based pet peeves. Go on. Go on. <laughs> and my mother's are people whose Kias are like weak and flimsy and throat voicey. I'm sorry. Kias is in the car. Kia says in the Kia. Kia. <laughs> <laughs> well, <I> just... <laughs> Your dad does not appreciate a flimsy Kia. Absolutely not. And we there were some people in Taekwondo who would be like, yeah, yeah. I don't mean, and it was his and it was just his it was his I don't want Achilles his secrets heel. to come out. No. But how would it manifest to you? Would it be in the car driving home and he'd be like, Julie's Kia is driving me bananas? He would, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I think that the, we would just I think we would all commiserate about it. I'd be like, what is with Julie? It's oh just like my. it sounds like sure. it's just thin voice. Sure. I mean it's annoying. Yeah. Oh. God bless. Because it really is supposed to be, you know, it's like you're you imagine your feet like your legs are these tree trees right. like rooted to the ground. And it wants to be 
It yeah. Really, like come from the earth. You know, I was going to say that. So my main sports were soccer and basketball right. growing up. And there was no real aspect of that where my coach would stop me and be like, like verbalize more from the gut. <laughs> But I'm wrong because – and I even coach now and I'm constantly saying to my team, communicate out Talk. there. Win – be the louder team on the court. It Al- helps. Always be the louder team on the court. It's exactly. like that's a competition that requires nothing but just being loud and dumb. Yes. It just confuses and makes it a little more chaotic. Yes. And uh, so I guess that verbalizing is part of physical fitness. To me, and I got to be totally honest with you. Now that you say that, it's so interesting because my dad tried to – there was a period of my youth where my dad, maybe like 10th, 9th or 10th grade, my dad tried to get me to go to the gym. He would like take me to his <gasps> I remember gym hearing and, about like, this. Right. Give, at, like made me give it the old like college try. Like maybe you'll like weightlifting. Yeah. I didn't really and I think that part of it was because – I, there was no vert. <laughs> you weren't allowed to let it out. Yeah, kind of. I honestly think that that was kind of part of it. Yes, was like it. There is a stoicism and a and a. Um, uh, everyone's in their own private world. Yes. And that's like part of the joy of the gym atmosphere. Yes. Everyone is in their own bubble deliberately. Yeah. Sometimes there's – and you could speak to this more than I can obviously, but sometimes you make eye contact. But that's about as much stranger interaction as yep. there might be. Yeah. I think that's a very good point. We should talk about gym etiquette yeah. in the second act. Yes. Um, I will say that when I was first starting out going to the gym though, um, I didn't know the rules of gym etiquette and I would be – taught bench like being how to bench press yes. and it's a lot of weight and what you're doing is just preventing weight from crushing you yes. that's what bench pressing is that's the this exercise. weight wants to crush you and you can't let it gravity exists resist it so my first couple times on was literally like <laughs> seriously and it was like i would like i put it back up and they'd be like what the hell <laughs> no no but it's like i'm being crushed well, yeah what this is the myself? natural and now as an adult this is what i do when i bench press because i still have to get it out it I just let out. out air. And man, I wish I could scream. It seeps out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's that keeping the lid on your verbal expression that yeah. was one of the turnoffs of gym culture to me. All right. One so of we'll, the turnoffs. We'll come back. Uh, first act break. <laughs> we'll come back and talk gym etiquette. Great. First act break. You mentioned uh, the perfect song for this episode. Let's get physical. Olivia Newton-John. Simple as that. Duh. We'll be right back.
That was Olivia Newton-John, Australian mega babe. She was in Greece. Oh, big time. She was Sandy? Sandy. Oh, yeah. Okay, got she it. She was Sandy and in Xanadu and okay. in many, many. Oh, yeah. Was she was she singing and dancing in those movies before she had this career? Gosh, or was she... that is a great question. I don't exactly know the Olivia Newton-John career timeline. I'm not exactly sure if the pop career came before the movie career okay. or if they were kind of like concurrent. And let, let, uh, Let's Get Physical was kind of – that was released during the boom of the aerobics world or like – was that great, what it's called? Another... Like aerobics? Yeah, like the jazzercise aerobics craze right. of like the 80s. Everyone Everyone wears onesies and kind of just like skips in place with headbands. Isn't that amazing that that was cho- that was so particular to a time that was like er- late seventies, early to mid eighties. Women, you can exercise too. Be- is that what it was though? Because like before then, did people just like not know that you can move your body? <laughs> Because it like seemed like this revolutionary act where it's like, hey, hop in place. Yeah, you know what it was? I think it was what was revolutionary about it. I think it was like one of the many examples of how trends uh, f- uh, sort of are form-fitted to the technology available. I think it was like with VCRs mm. and with home videos. Now you could do it along with somebody. I think it was like now that VCRs exist and like home video exists, here's like a home video guide how to follow along from your living room. But that form, the form of skipping in place and just the concept of that, yeah. had that never crossed someone's mind leading up? to that like i'm just curious what the exercises yeah. were because to me it's like that was so revolutionary it's like we can skip and jump yeah, yeah. it's like did people not have knees and hips before that <laughs> like what, what was what was the revelation i do think that people were humans have been skipping and jumping forever you think about like every boxer ever what they're essentially what their warm-up cal- right. calisthenics right that's what those are they've been around since humans have been moving their bodies right but i do think and again this is uh fairly reductive but i do think it was like the home video you don't need to go to a gym you can do it from your living room yes the convenience the convenience right. element of it you uh, just like had a long day like working and now you could just like come home and do this real seven quick. minute abs six minute abs sure. get your workout from the convenience of your own home you live a busy life you're a mom on the go do this this makes sense yeah so uh, i think that was a little bit what was novel about it right yeah so that was aerobics that was physical fitness back then yeah the second act of the no joke podcast yes. and we're talking about physical fitness now yes now you wh- how many times a week do you or how many hours a week do you spend in a gym though? i go to the gym five times a week holy crap basketball one day a week God and almighty. then ideally uh, rock climbing or something on the seventh day. So you are literally proactively striving for fitness every single day. Yes. Jesus. I'd say it's beyond striving, though, because I started, like I mentioned uh, in the first act, I started weightlifting when I started playing like high school varsity sports. So right. That's like 15, yes. 16, something like that. Yes. So and my friends liked it. Yeah. So it but that became part of our daily routine. It was like a social. It was a, there was a social element to it. There was that gap if you didn't have a sport uh, that season in high school where you just had like after three o'clock you just literally didn't know what to do between three and six weight room and so you would just go to the local gym you'd hang out you'd lift weights you yes. know and it was just like a great place to be fraternal. So in high school you guys were going to a local gym not the height not like the weight room in your yeah, school yeah the local gym was just like it was still local it yep. wasn't like a huge like golds yes. or valleys or yes. something like. That so it still felt like Rockville Center's yes, gym, yes. Um, but it was like our gym, yeah. You know what I mean? Was there a stigma against using the high school weight room? Was that like a little nerdy? No, no, oh, not oh, at okay. all. It's just like to us, it was just not our gym. Mm-hmm. Like it would like that wasn't really like a college gym where like right. real teams could like get awesome at working right. out and stuff. Right? Did um, you take to weightlifting immediately? Yes. yes. 
Yes. You immediately liked it. Immediately. You're like, okay, this is great. To me, I just like uh, achieving goals. Yep. It's like pretty basic. Just like set out, strive for something. And then when it's met, it's just like, okay, fulfillment. Yep. And that was the easiest way. The goal (laughs) was always, this is what I was taught. And this is what I teach when I teach my friends how to weight lift. The goal is always to exhaust a muscle group every day. As simple as that. To the point where that muscle group can't do anything else when you're done with it. Mm -hmm. So if you're working at your biceps, for example, Mm -hmm. you curl and curl and curl Mm -hmm. until you literally can't curl anymore. Yep. You should not be able to pick up your mail. Yeah. I mean, that's just basically how (laughs) it goes. And it's like if you exhaust the muscle group enough, it's going to tear apart and swell back bigger the next day. Right. Easy goal. And then tomorrow we'll do it with our back. And then we'll do it with our legs. And then we'll do it with our triceps. And before I knew it, it was like, okay, like I'll always have an hour of free time a day. Yes. So why not just do this like very like contained and like kind of just it feels good. The the kind of like mental ease and clarity that I get out of it, it's all there. Yeah. And so once you have it, I'm just keeping it up now. It's just a part of my day, like my coffee or anything else. Yeah, yeah. And it is true. It's like that micro goal thing. It's just like in this hour, there is like that endorphin rush of like, and I like and I'm gonna up it by five pounds and I did those five pounds. Correct. And I'll up it by the next five pounds and I did those five pounds. Correct. And there's like incremental satisfaction to that. Yep. And I was like a skinny kid in high school. Yeah. You were, weren't you? Very skinny. And I just – and that wasn't to say that like I just couldn't gain weight. Yeah. Like, I didn't eat super healthy or anything. I just was a skinny kid. Yes. And the only way I learned for me to gain weight was to put on muscle. Yeah. And again, it sounds funny, but I would just be like skin and bones otherwise. Yes, and that still applies to you, Bill. You have a troublingly low amount of fat on you. Almost yeah. none. Literally a troubling amount. It's yeah. like below the healthy amount. Yeah, it's like not, almost not okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But again – you and I, our bodies don't – this sounds like a weird humble brag. It's not meant to be, but like you and I can't keep fat on our bodies. Yeah. Like it doesn't hang around. Which is why I believe like at some point, like they always said like around 30, that's like when your metabolism goes away yeah. or like when you hit 40, like it's not quite, you can't have that you're second cheeseburger. Waiting, yeah. And I'm just waiting. Like you and I have like missed these touchstones where you're supposed to be gaining weight <laughs> or like starting to become an adult, have an adult body. I know. And you and I are going to wake up one morning oh, and like go from like being 150 pounds to being like 270. Yeah, overnight. Like it just like a something like popped where like the reserves were all stored and like it's just like oh right that was the last 22 years so once you started uh going to the gym with your pals in high school yeah that it's almost been incessant since then it has been your life there's been no maybe no break outside of like a broken bone or something i have done that forever since then yes because you go to high school you play high school sports yes go to college i played rugby yeah so again that's bigger guys more they had a dietitian that they gave us Jeez. seven small meals a day so it's like now you learned and i gained 25 pounds in college of wow muscle. so now it's wow, like oh Bill. you can learn i know i weigh 178 pounds now and i was 205 yikes man again with like two percent body fat Jesus. and again this isn't supposed to be humble bragging no, it's just, just like just how you i'm learning i was learning so much about like weightlifting and stuff it was so fun yes it was so interesting yes that, it doesn't feel like, and I know that for people who don't exercise or like want to start, the hardest part is just starting Beginning it. and also understanding how to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very, like my one friend who I'm uh, coaching now, yes. he he wanted, he's always wanted to work out, but he's never joined a gym because he knows that if he walks into one and he doesn't have a trainer or doesn't have the money for a trainer. He's a little lost. A it's little. It's hard to navigate. Look, and when you're surrounded it's by people who are confidently have a plan Agreed. walking around, you're like, well, what, what is my role here? Forget it. Guess I'll just go to the oxygen bar, shove these things up my nose. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? I don't know what to do or how, who can help me. Is it, am I allowed to ask for help? Precisely. And that's what I was saying about like it being just a kind of an intimidatingly sterile environment where it's like, I don't know who, are we all allies here? Are you all like pretty tough? 
Well, that's the outsider's. Well, yes. that's like any new place. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go to a new job and like you have so many like thoughts and opinions about like these people and where we are. How until, to orient yourself takes time. And then you go there for a month and you just – you suddenly everything starts making more sense. Yes. And, and if I've been doing it for 15 years, so now I feel like – any gym I go to, I can at least have a pretty good understanding yes. of like what the culture is yes. here. Now, yeah. speaking of gym culture, I do have a couple questions as a total naive outsider who has never set foot in a gym. Good. Do you, Billy, yes. prefer what is your music? Uh, what is your music habit when you work out? Do you have? Do you go with whatever house the house gym music is? Yeah. Do you have headphones? Do you podcast? Do you hip hop? What's okay, the deal? So no devices. To me, that's like one of the like, secret joys of working out. Yeah. Is you Unplug. like. It's so hard to find excuses if you're not in the shower or yeah. something to not have a phone or music, something in your ears. No stimulus. Yeah, no stimulus. Something about working out to me has always been like really great is that I somehow tune out almost everything else. That's it's really like nice. I just kind of have my plan and I just – there's music playing, but I never have earbuds in. I never have. Interesting. There's something really nice about having literally no distractions yes. for this next yes. hour. Um, so no phones, no podcasts, no headphones. There's music playing, but again, it's like – You're like a pseudo listening to it. Yeah. Yes. But I'm, I kind of have blinders on. Very – okay, got it. Do you make chit-chat slash small talk with strangers at the gym? Um, and I, if so, who initiates? And if so, or do you like that? I've – I've only initiated once or twice. Okay. Um, one good one is uh, the day after Hillary Clinton lost. Okay. Uh, I went to the gym to let it all out. Yep. And usually when I bench press, at my best, I'm bench pressing maybe like 225 pounds oh six to eight times. Damn. At the end of a set. And when I went to the gym today, I was at that day, yes. November 9th, yeah. I was feeling stronger and angrier than humanly possible sure and so i just knew that it wasn't going to be a regular day at the gym where i was right. going to do my 55 minutes and get out of there right i kind of wanted to max out yeah on a bunch of different exercises exhaust your emotional muscle group and maxing <laughs> out is uh you don't plan on doing sets and specific muscle groups it's just like i'm going to go on this machine and see how much i can lift. until i cannot yeah yeah and so there was this one guy on the flat bench um this big muscular black dude and he was doing 225 which is two plates, the two big round plates Got it. on either side. Got it. And I just asked if I could hop in. And I did it 12 times out the gate. And me and this guy suddenly – and I don't usually ever ask to hop in. So this answers your question about like do you interact. Yes, yes. But this guy and I started having such a kick because he was mad too. Yeah. And uh, we were having such a kick. I was like, throw on 70 more pounds. Oh. And he looked – and at 295 is usually when the bar starts to bend. Oh, God. It like bends under the weight. Just the littlest Ooh. bit, but that's what you want. And he was like, <laughs> I don't think you should do this. And I was like, I kind of got to do this. For Hillary. And yeah. I did it three times. Whoa, Bill. And then we just like yelled a little bit and hugged. And it was just like this like little like moment where I was like, you know what? But do what you got to do. You <laughs> That's know? amazing. Do what you got to do. Seriously. Another time. Yeah. Um, this is just a good story. This yeah. isn't me inter starting. Someone started with me. Of course. A guy walked up and asked if he could hop onto my bench. Okay. And I said, okay. And he did. And he did like 12 times. Sorry, what is that? Exactly? So that means that. Got it. So I'm bench pressing. Yes. And I'm doing my own thing. Yes. And usually when you're using a machine, yes. that's yours now got until it. you get off. You know, the cult gym culture is that until someone's done with their machine, you can't ask. And there's no time limit. You just let them run its natural course. Yeah, exactly. Generally, everyone's doing three sets. Yeah. You should be there maybe five minutes Great. max per machine. Okay. Um, guy asks if he could hop in. I'm not really paying much attention, but I just finished. So I'm like, sure, I'll give him a spot. Um, he's done. Reggie Bush. Oh! 
pretty good. Wow. Reggie Bush. That's really good. So again, there's some fun things there's that can happen at the things. gym. Yeah. That's like such like an LA going to the gym in LA totally. thing. Totally. And it was Reggie Bush. And it was Reggie Bush. <laughs> and this isn't a fancy gym. Like there's like Equinoxes, places yeah. like my gym does not cost $115. Yeah. My gym's like the $35 gym Reggie. where you could just like throw weights around. That's really good. Reggie Bush. Um, do you shower at the gym ever? Not usually. Okay. Unless I took a steam. And you do sometimes. Gotta Bill, take a steam. Oh, gotta take a steam. <laughs> when so, you hurt your body and you like rip up all your muscles, sometimes yeah. you need to like give them a, a gift. Good. Isn't that so nice? Just oh. like, sitting in that steam bath. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so good. So you got to shower after. Got to shower after that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but gym culture and the friend that I'm talking about, he is your classic California hippie. Yep. You know him well, Ryan yep. Glennon. Yep. He long hair, super skin and bones. Yep. Like wears mink coats everywhere he yep. goes. Just like a cool dude. He's hilarious. Um. It's so fun to see physical fitness for the first time in his life yeah. excite him. Yeah. Oh, and it, yeah. And I believe that it's inside of everyone. Yeah. It's just those first few steps of being like, just got to give me a trainer or give me some sort of like lesson to follow. Starting because like the the mountain for people who are not f- sort of fitnessly inclined. Right. It seems like an insurmountable thing. Like especially, it, can. it can. Especially weightlifting and the gym. Yeah. We can all run. We can all jog. We know about that. But like c- trying to gain muscle. And getting, like, jacked. It feels like learning a new language that you're extra, but the language is your body, so you're extra self-conscious about right. it. Right. And yeah. it's just like... <laughs> I often used to think one day, two things. One day I'm going to get Adam Lustig on a roller coaster. <laughs> that has yet to happen. Um, and the other thing is, one day me and Adam are going to get jacked together. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But luckily, either. we have Ryan Glennon. We have Ryan. Who is your proxy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, second act break, Adam. Great. Uh, we will talk about a project, and we will come right back. Sounds good. Okay. Here on the No Joke Podcast, we like to plug our social media outlets. Yes, sir. One outlet that we rarely, rarely talk about is our Facebook page. Facebook. You know, the things our parents like? Right. Yeah. (laughs) So mom and dad, this ad is for you. Um, If you go to facebook.com slash Billy and Adam, you'll find all our podcasts there. You will also find all of our videos there. Any sort of content that maybe just Adam's in or maybe just I'm in also arrives there. Yeah. So if you're a fan of Adam and I and you're looking for a nice big basket to find all of our content. Yep. Facebook.com slash Billy and Adam is the place for you. It's where we're going to put all the new videos that we'll be shooting here at the HeadGum Studio. We will be posting all of our Facebook Live things there, obviously. Yes. So yeah, it's a good gathering place for all things Billy and Adam, I think. Yes. So if you are interested in following us when we do do Facebook Lives, it's important to just like the page in yes. advance. Yes. Follow us in advance, and then you'll just get us whenever we're doing those silly live videos. Automatically. So once again, it is Facebook.com backslash Billy and Adam. Follow us today. Back to the show. Welcome back to Act 3 of the No Joke Podcast. Today, we are talking about fitness. Yes. We were just talking about all the little nuances of gym culture and gym etiquette, of which I am deeply unfamiliar, not being a gym rat. Um, And if you're wondering why fitness, why now? Yeah. Well, we received an email from a friend. And a friend who's actually on the HeadGum Network, Mr. John Gabris. Yes, from the High and, High and Mighty. Yep. yep. And he invited us to participate in uh, what is called the Tough world's... Tough Mudder? Yep, Tough Mudder, the world's biggest obstacle course. Yes. And that had us thinking about, are we physically fit enough yes. to participate? Yes, and you, you know a little bit more about this Tough Mudder than I do. Yeah. It's a run plus. Yes. Yeah. So I think the original Tough Mudder yeah. was a 10-mile, not a race, but a, a race. Yes. For, for Just for your mind's right. eye. Right. Maybe a couple thousand people participate in wow. it, and it's uh, in mud. 
the whole race is in mud. Tough mudder. And if you know anything about mud, that's tractionless. Oh, God. So now it's about like really like planting your feet and really getting through the mud. Jeez. It's almost like core and leg strength as much. Yeah. And also like mental strength yeah. and not letting yourself like take a second off and then yeah. slipping and whatever. Yes. Um, and then within those 10 miles were 13 intense obstacles. Wow. Some would be like a soaking wet uh, vertical wall <laughs> that you somehow have to get up. Holy shit. Have to. Yes. Um, some are cargo nets, maybe 20, 25 feet yep. high. They have to climb up and over yep. that you are covered with mud and they're slippery. You know so, you're army crawling underneath a thing. Army crawling under things, jumping into pools and pulling yourself along. <laughs> yeah. um, but a, apparently it's one of the hardest, uh, you know, 10-mile obstacles to do. To do. Right. Yeah. So Gabrus has suggested that we do the five. Yes. This is the first time I think that they've ever cut the mileage in half oh. but maintained all of the obstacles. Oh, gosh. So it's a five-mile mud run. With all of the with, fixins. With all of the fixins, yeah. 13 fixins. Oh, my God. And I got to say, Ed, I'm in. I think I I have, like, we've been emailing a little bit. I've been definitely noodling on it, rolling around in my brain. I th- I'm, I know I'm in. The thing that's going to have to be, Adam, for us to be in is for us to buy the tickets. To buy the tickets. Because once we're financially locked in. Then we're in. Then it's on the calendar. Then we're in. Um, do, yeah. Would you have, I know that you have, like, uh, issues with height and stuff. Yeah. Do you think that the whole thing about this is having a team around you to get us all over these obstacles that yes. we literally couldn't do on our own? Yes. Would you be willing to face those obstacles? Yes. That's my dog. Yes, I would. That is my dog. With, f- with and for my team. My man. With and for my team. My man, Adam, we've got to do this. Look, I can face my fears for my team. Yes, exactly. I work for my fears for my team. I probably wouldn't do it alone with no provocation. Right. But when I know that Billy and Eugene and Gabrus and Jake are depending on me yes. and Marty, that's a different situation. This that's is a different scenario. Fitness at its best. <laughs> so if you are in the Los Angeles area yeah. in March, yeah. come support yeah. Adam and I yeah. as we participate in the Tough Mudder. Yes. Can you believe that you just got yourself stuck into this? 20 minutes ago, you didn't. Even, you were asking me, what is this email? we got from exactly. Gators? Now I'm literally stuck in the mud. Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> Good segue, Adam. Very, very good. Yes. Um, third act of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. The future of fitness. The future of fitness. Now, we, similar to the Tough Mudder, we have kind of joked about you being on American, American Ninja, Ninja Warrior, Warrior which again, it feels it like the Tough Mudder and the Ninja Warrior things, those feel like, yep. I mean, obstacle course. Baby cousins. steps. Yeah. Baby steps. Baby yes. steps. Start in the mud and then put it on a BC. Exactly. Okay. Um, when you... So like there's there's your private workout time, fitness time at the gym, yes. which as you said, it's like I love that you unplug, that it is deliberately a time to sort of unconnect from the internet and from your phone and from using it from podcasts. Channel your inner caveman. Channel I'm, your inner – Literally. And I don't mean that just from unplugging, no. but also like throw weight around. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you like grunt. Use, rip at ropes. Use your corporeal self that you've been born with. Use, use your body. Like just get angry in there. Use it. Yeah. Um, now separately when you – and the, you also play team sports. Like you said, you played soccer and basketball for a while do you feel like that has a i mean obviously it does but like for you what is the difference in energy or the difference in experience between solo gym time and like group team basketball fun time to me i think the group team basketball fun time is i'm so uh aware of everyone who i'm playing with on my team i want that same i feel like if i can be of service to people yes it is in trying to create a certain belief 
yep. in ourselves. Yep. And that to me is equally as important as the execution of the plays and everything. Interesting. Player coach. Yeah. Or yeah. just like I think that like that whereas when I'm in the gym, there's nothing cute happening. There's no sort of like extra motivation. It's like really caveman. Time. You don't need to pat yourself on the back. You're doing it. And that's just me. I hold myself to right. certain standards, and then I hold a team to a different set of standards. Yes. And when it's just me, it's like I want to get every ounce yes. that I can out of this body. Yes. But now both you and I coach these women's basketball teams in this fabulous rec league that right. exists here in Los Angeles. And I know that you I'd be like, can you walk us through maybe some of the fitness, some of like the drills that you do in practice with sure. your with your team well i mean in high you school guys are running suicide sprints yes in high school i mean whenever you did something wrong or coach was mad yeah. or you drank the previous night he would make you run suicides Suic until you throw up exactly suicides are uh let's just say it's like running half court six times consecutively That's right. yeah. for lack of a better expression yes and it's brutal yeah it's I, exhausting it's exhausting yeah I would. I implemented it to my team yes. uh, this year. It's the third year I'm coaching this team, yes. and we would do it after our practice. And it was a volunteer. It was a volunteer thing. If you want to run a suicide with coach, if you're up for it, yeah. And any savvy uncle or aunt knows that, like, if you just tell your niece or nephew, like, get me a beer if you want. Yeah, you know, if you want. Yeah, exactly. They always will. That's right. They'll just feel a little bit more inclined. And it's not mandatory. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. But two girls said yes. <laughs> yeah. And when two girls say yes, a team forms around them. Yeah. And so I would put them through suicides. Yeah. And now it's almost a badge of honor where yeah. there's no question about like, I don't feel like at this time, everyone does it together. The end of practice suicide is it too. Like after you've already scrimmaged for an hour and a half, after your legs are already tired, doing we, it then. So we did suicides and it started getting the team kind of jacked up yeah. on like, we can be stronger and we can be better. And then they started asking me like some little secrets. Like, how can I be stronger? How can I get stronger arms? How can I get a stronger core? And so you're like, it's working. The plan has worked. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after a two hour practice and then half hour suicides, we went out into the back and they said, Billy, teach us Billy's boot camp. Whoa. They had already had the name Billy's Billy, boot camp. Yeah, they've been waiting to ask you this. So I taught them a few exercises that they could do Great. on their own. Great. Sent out an email. Everyone started doing it. Amazing. Including wall sits and Superman and Spider-Man pushups and all these different kind of like little no weight exercises. Great. And now the team is so jacked on physical fitness that we're going to a boxing class on Saturday. Wait a minute. As all a team. All together? A team-wide boxing class. Oh, this is this is down. This is actually inspirational. I'm saying <laughs> my dude. It, wow. We are so in. And so the season That's ends so in great. two weeks. Yeah. And then January, we already agreed, is going to be conditioning month. Just no train. basketballs. As a team, we're going to condition. Holy shit, Billy. That's... I want to get these. I want to have Navy SEALs. <laughs> On releases next God, year. God, dude, you're awesome. Will you coach everyone and everything? It's so cool because half the team like isn't really about like getting like crazy physically fit. Yeah. But the spirit of teamwork. Yes. And being like, well, you're only as fast as the slowest member on your team. Yes. Everyone now suddenly holds themselves accountable. Yes. And it's like, all right, well, if you guys five are doing it, like, who am I to say no? Yes. And it's it's palpable. Yes. That is one of the like. I'm obviously not a big groupthink person, uh, but that is one of the mm, shall I say like romantic things about like military life to me. Mm -hmm. Is that like you? We do like you strip yourself of your ego. You do. We're doing this for each other. Yes. We're doing it for the – I know this is the hokiest cliche ever, but like you do it for the name on the front of the jersey, not the back. That's not – I, I love like, that cliche. Yeah, My yeah. grandpa told me that yeah, about exactly. the Giants once and I was like, got it. Got it. And that is genuinely – I feel – that is that is a moving and inspirational notion. Dude, I'm telling you. You're doing each, it for each other. And it becomes each one teach one where it's like if I feel like I know something that like my team can afford to know, Share. I'm, I'm telling them. Share. And that goes from teammate to teammate and it's like when it's physical fitness too, it's not just like – 
a plan for like work and for us like we pitch stories or like yeah. we go out and do these things this is about like making our bodies and minds better and there's something so cool about yes. seeing everyone know not only is this like valuable and helpful yeah it's really fun yeah especially really fun. when you have a team yes i think that especially for people in the kind of like i don't know for us we're in this like creative arts weird profession we're using our brain for the most part you know what i mean yeah. and it's like kind of nebulous and it's kind of hard to track incremental and practical progress it's yes. just more opaque yes it's hard yes so therefore when you like spend this your life and your sort of like work, working life and your mind is in this like ephemeral ethereal i have an idea for a story maybe right. it's a movie but maybe it's a play but maybe it's a podcast it isn't anything right but maybe it's all these things it can be it's so gratifying and so satisfying to put your physical hands on a thing and move your physical body and like you said like notice very very tangible very observe observable yes growth and gain plus one agreed with everything yeah. you just said that is like it, it has x it's extra good for those of us who just like tinker around and think of silly sketches all day yeah that it like is this practical thing to put your not just at your brain but you put your body to good use and it's also the type of thing that you can like really track it's yes. like if you want to lose weight yeah. you can start running with a sweatshirt on and start sweating yeah like just starting to lose that weight if you want it's attainable you yes. know it's like if you want to run a six minute mile yes but you're only currently running at nine minutes yes you can do it every single day yes. and then you can hit that six minute mile and yes. there's just something so rewarding yes. about like having clear goals yes. that you can hit are there any huge long-term fitness goals that you have that that you have yet to reach and like do you have i mean this tough mutter thing is yeah. i think a very good first step for yeah. me into maybe like this like alternative i don't want to run a marathon right that's like not and to me that's kind of like the de facto i don't want to do an iron man right which i just learned about like what the numbers are for an iron man and it's ridiculous that is now forgive me is that that is a full marathon at you, the end at the end after you, you swim s two miles you bike for 112 well, and then you run a marathon you bike 112 miles and then you run a marathon it, that's that's crazy the hardest one is swimming you realize that swimming for sure for sure and that's the first one? Yes. And then you run out of the ocean, hop on your bike for a year. A buck 12. <laughs> and, and then finish then it off run. with a cool marathon. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. So yep. you have no interest specifically in doing that. No. Yeah, and I think no. there's actually a time limit. You have to finish it in like seven hours or something <laughs> oh like that. God. Like there's like a you must do it or it's seven you don't you lose hours. your. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have no interest in that. Yeah. But these kind of like. Obstacle I, course. Which feels like the future of fitness. Yeah. It's like this like alternative rock climbing, American Ninja Warrior, yes. obstacle coursey, like full body workout yes. stuff. I'm into this. Yeah, man. I have like a strong upper body and this is actually just a – like this actually just fits in with yes. what I – my body does well. Yes. So I'm going to do this one, this yeah. five-mile one. Yeah, we are. See what the 10-mile one might look like afterwards after we do the five. Yes. But I'm into it. I'm just like into – However, I can use my body and my friends to support me Hell yeah. and me to support them. I'm into it. Yeah. And you love it when our friends, because this is, it's not the first time that our friend Ryan has like come to you and been like, Billy, will you teach me how to be strong? Yeah. Um, you, this is, this I got is Clayton jacked. Yes, that's right. Clayton came up to me when we were living in New York City. That's right. And we would go to the gym every morning at yes. 6 30 in the morning. And that was a box. You guys were boxing for a minute. We, well, we would wait, uh, lift weights Monday to Friday and then box on Saturdays. That's crazy, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's crazy. With name drop, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> would box. <laughs> he would, no, he would lift weights with oh, us. Oh, really? Or he would lift, with, lift weights around oh, us. That's not around us. <laughs> he would lift weights in our vicinity. Very surreal again. Sweet name drop. It's either Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush or Jimmy Fallon. Go I mean, to the gym, you will see a famous person. Right. You Go will. to the gym with me. <laughs> and twice every 15 years, yes. you got a celebrity. <laughs> um, um, well, I don't know if we are completely, completely locked into having to do Tough Mudder. But yeah. we are now a little bit more on record as saying oh. that we're in. You listeners will hold us accountable. I mean, you're in i have been a little bit more on the fence but i want to do it. I, I want to do it all right i, I mean, want to do it when you buy the ticket we're, it's done then you're in exactly so until then yep. i guess we'll just have to keep checking in with the listeners okay. and saying how close we are to buying the ticket. Yeah, exactly we'll keep you guys updated if we promise right <laughs> uh fitness episode in the books in the books baby yep for the no joke podcast i am billy scafuri i'm adam lustig and we will talk to you next week thanks for listening that was a headgum podcast <laughs>